Alright, hello. I'm currently sitting here at almost 12 in the morning, drinking a, a breakfast breakfast smoothie. Don't know why. I just am. And I woke up. Didn't wake up. Playing Minecraft, let's be honest here. I'm playing Minecraft. But it, it came to me. I thought in my head. See, I'm a Houston Texans and Miami Dolphins fan. I know, weird combo, but we became sight Dolphins fans when Texans weren't a team. Because we were Oilers, my family was Oilers fans. Obviously, they weren't a team anymore. Until about 2002 when Texans became a team. So they were Dolphins fans because I have family that lives in Miami. So, I'm a Dolphins-Texans fan. And, uh, there's not much to say about the Dolphins. Uh, choke the playoffs. I mean, I think if they beat the Broncos, first off, Dolphins beat the Broncos this year. They don't even have to worry about Week 17. I don't even have to worry about that. Let Tua develop more. Don't even worry about that. No, I'm choked to the Broncos. Get murdered by the Bills. Miss the playoffs at 10-6. The Browns. Browns make it. Football team makes it. That's 2020 for you. Texans. Third worst team in the league. And they don't even get the third best pick. Man. Yeah. Third worst team. They'd have the third overall pick. It goes Jaguars, Jets, Texans. No, it doesn't. It goes Jaguars, Jets, Dolphins. Texans traded that pick away when they got Laramie Tunsil. And Kenny Stills. Mind you, Kenny Stills isn't even on the Texans anymore. He's in Buffalo. If y'all didn't know that. Pro a lot of people probably don't. Unless you're a Bills fan, which, I mean, hey, Bills, Bills, Super Bowl contenders this year. Change my mind. You won't. But, overall, the Texans have been a joke. I love the Texans, but I am not too, I am not afraid to admit that they've been a joke. They've been nothing but a laughing stock. 2017, we draft Deshaun Watson 10th overall after trading with, or not 10th, sorry, 12th overall after trading with the Browns. He goes on, wins a couple games, tears his ACL. Boom. Assumptions may be a bust, may never be the same. 2018 comes out skyrocketing. The definition of a quarterback, a dual threat quarterback. He had a little bit surrounding him. He had DeAndre Hopkins. He had Will Fuller. Eventually would go on to have Demarius Thomas, DeAndre Carter, Kiki QT would come out of nowhere. Man, it was 2018 a year to be a Texans fan? Had that massive win streak. Life was great. Ended up going 11-5, choked to the Colts. Almost lost to the Jets. Barely lost to the Eagles. Go 11-5. After, by the way, starting off 0-3. But you take that Texans 2018 team, and they cut out so many pieces. 
Tyron Matthew, Chiefs. Look at him. He looks like a freaking all-star. He is an all-star. Uh, Jadavion Clowney, gone. Goes to the Seahawks. We end up getting Jacob Martin, who is looking pretty good right now. Oy, who, uh, DeAndre Hopkins gets traded to the Cardinals. Uh, Lamar Miller, who's currently on the football team. I know almost nobody probably knew that. Oy, Alfred Blue, Jaguars. He might not be on the Jaguars anymore, but I know he originally went to the Jaguars after Houston. Demir's Thomas, I don't know if I already said that. He went on to to the Patriots and went to the Jets. DJ Reader, he's on the Bengals. I know a lot of people, a decent amount of people probably know about that one. Trying to think here. Yeah. Lost a lot of players going into 2019 and then going into 2018. What if they kept them? What if we kept that 2018 going into 2019? Let's say you never get Jacob Martin. You never, the Seahawks Clowney trade never happens. Pretty sure that's the big trade that happened in Houston. Okay, let's even say the offer blue trade goes through. But we, we get Carlos Hyde. We get Darren Fells. Right. We get Bradley Roby. We get Lonnie Johnson. We get them. Um. Let's say, yeah, let's say that happens. Let's say we do the Kenny Stills trade. Kenny Stills Army Tunsil trade. Let's say that happens. 2019. Yeah, a killer year. I mean, Demarius Thomas, Demarius Thomas, Jordan Aikens, Darren Fells. Say Lamar Miller still gets hurt. You still got Carlos Hyde who comes out of nowhere. You got Duke Johnson who's a good receiving back. That's practically like having another wide receiver. DeAndre Hopkins, Kenny Stills, Will Fuller. Those are your main wide outs. Demarius Thomas is there. QT's there. Carter's there. Like I said, Duke Johnson's practically another wide receiver. Your tight ends are versatile. I mean, you got uh, Darren Fells, Jordan Aikens, Jordan Thomas. Offensive line still needs some work. Don't get me wrong. Defense. Your defensive line. DJ Reader, JJ Watt, Winnie Merciless, linebacking core. Brennell Scarlett. Brennell, uh, yeah, Brennell Scarlett. Zach Cunningham. Jadavion Clowney. DBs, Tyron Matthew, Justin Reed, Jonathan Joseph, Kareem Jackson. Not a lot of people don't know what happened to my man Kareem Jackson. He went on to the Broncos. I don't know if he's still there or not. Then he went to the Broncos. Dude was underrated as heck. He's still there. Uh, Bradley Roby, Lonnie Johnson. Alright, you take them and you go into 2020 now. You don't get it done in 2019. That's okay, because you know why in 2020, you had on Brandon Cooks. You know? Demarius Thomas, I th believe, still played. Even if it doesn't. Let's just say he does retire. You get Brandon Cooks. So now, DeAndre Hopkins trade never happens. I even say, you know what? Lamar Miller gone. He was on the older side. 
semi-injury prone. Guess what? This is now your team. Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Your wide receivers. Still, you have another year of Kenny Stills, Will Fuller, and DeAndre Hopkins. Well, now in 2020, you throw in Brandon Cooks. QT's back. Carter's back. Chad Henson comes out of nowhere. Uh, Stevie Mitchell's is there. Uh, Duke Johnson's still there. Like like another wide receiver. Darren Fells, Jordan Aiken, Jordan Thomas still there. Carlos Hyde is still there. Basically the same team, except for you add on Brandon Cooks. And now Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson get more reps. Because Lamar Miller is no longer there. You lose Demiris Thomas, who is an older receiver, but add on Cooks, who's a little bit younger, and arguably better. I mean, this is his fourth team with a thousand plus yards. Rams, Patriots, Saints, Texans. Fourth team, thousand yards. Underrated. But that's now your team. Your defense, what, Vernon, Vernon Hargraves, Lonnie Johnson, I don't, no, I think that's 2019. I mean, there was Vernon Hargraves, he's alright, he did give up that A.J. Brown run in week 17, but okay. That doesn't, but that, that never happened. I think that's Super Bowl. I think Texans go all the way, Super Bowl 55 in Tampa Bay, Florida. It's finally the year. The miracle year Houston does it because they kept key pieces. Instead, Demarius Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, Kenny Stills, Lamar Miller, Carlos Hyde, Tyron Matthew, Jonathan Joseph, Kareem Jackson, DJ Reader. Did I already say Clowney? Honey Badger. I think I already said that. Yeah. Lost a lot of key players. Demir's Thomas gone. The reality is Houston goes eleven and five, ten and six, four and twelve. I don't think I've ever seen a team quite crash and burn like the Texans did this year. But that's okay, because you know what? Gonna have a new head coach, gonna have a new general manager. Texans were interviewing Marvin Lewis. So, all we can look for is 20 into 2021. Hopefully, J.J. Watt sticks around. J.J. Watt sticks around, we'll still have an okay defense. Because now we get into Romeo Cornell. I think he was a good defensive coordinator. I think he had too much pressure being the head coach. I think that's really what made him struggle. I think he had too much pressure being the head coach. Because that is a lot of pressure if you really think about it. There's a big difference between the head coach, let's say a high school team, collegiate team, than being an NFL head coach. Especially being a struggling team. Think about it when he was becoming head coach. They were 0-4. And, 
just lost to the Vikings. The Vikings, who were missing... I know they were missing Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook wasn't playing that game. So I know that for sure. Missing a lot of... The Vikings were missing a lot of key players. Texans were missing almost nobody. Almost everyone was healthy. I mean, your receivers, Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks, Kenny Stills, Will Fuller, Darren Fells, Jordan Thomas, and Jordan Akins. They were all there. Your, both of your running backs were there. They just lost. Hey. He was coming in. They were 0-4. We're distance. At that, at that point in time, everyone thought 0-16. He comes in, gets them a win. And then after that, they proceeded to get three more wins. They win on Thanksgiving. Another win against the Jaguars. And somehow beat the Patriots. Tell me how they beat the Patriots, but lose to the Vikings. Lose to the Browns. I'm sorry, I don't care what you say. They should have beat the Browns. Should have beat the Steelers. Should have beaten the Titans. Really, both times. Should have beaten the Colts both times. Should have beaten the Bengals. I mean, they had eight games that were losses that they lost by one one score. Being a touchdown score. Both Colts games, both Titans games, uh, Bengals game, they all... The Steelers game. The Steelers game. I want to talk about that game. The Steelers shouldn't have won. And there's a lot of these games that if there was DeAndre Hopkins, we win. I think both times with the Titans. Both times with the Titans, we win. Both times with the Colts, I think we win. I think they're still a playoff team. With Hopkins. I think Hopkins is that good. And I was looking... When Hopkins first got traded... I think my first mindset was... Hopkins is elite. But I think there's so much talent in Houston still. That... It'll make up for losing Hopkins. And I was so wrong. Because when you see the Texans play... You see plays and all you have to think is all you think is Hopkins would have made that play and 30 out of 30 times Hopkins does make plays that average receivers aren't going to make so um, call it a podcast I call it a podcast I call it a rant a rant about the Houston Texans and how I think here's what you need to do. I think you need to go heavy in the offseason. Cut most of your offensive linemen. I love Nick Martin. But Nick Martin is not an elite center at all. I understand bad snaps here and there. I'm a center. Um... I'm a center, and bad snaps are going to happen. But an NFL veteran snapper center shouldn't make snaps like he did against the Colts. He lost the game. You can go into all this, oh, 
Watson should have jumped on it instead of trying to scoop it up and run with it or whatever. I mean, sure, you can argue that. At the end of the day, the snap was at his feet. You typically, your perfect snap is right in his chest. It was at his feet. On within five yards of scoring. It was at his feet. Colts recovered. Colts kneel it. Colts win. Who knows what he's going to do in the next situation. It's applying in pressure. And I know a lot of us want to say, I could have made that play. In reality, you probably couldn't have. And I will say that. I will say... That was going to be a big, big play that a lot of pressure. But that is where you need to understand that these are, he's a veteran in the end of the day. He, he's been playing this game for a long time. He's not a rookie. He's not a second year. He's not a third year. No, he's way past all that. I'm not sure exactly when he got drafted, but I know... He's been in the league at least five years. And at that point, you need to have... If you're not adapt to making... To needing to make a play in your... By over five years of playing, you should not be a starter. Because when you see players and you see players like Mahomes, Watson, who in their second year... Are applying other pressure. I don't care what you say. Quarterback's always going to be pressured. I mean, he's going to have defensive linemen who average 250 to 300 pounds coming at him. Maybe a linebacker here and there who's going to be pure muscle and is going to be coming at them way faster than a defensive lineman's feeling. So it's going to feel like a defensive lineman's hitting you when a linebacker hits you. Quarterback's always going to be in pressure. And I feel like they can adapt to it faster than a lineman, maybe. But he's just not good in blocking either. Sure, you can say, oh, he's only had one bad snap. Guess what? That one bad snap lost us the game. But his blocking has been poor. I mean, for the most part, if they've ran a nose guard, they've gotten past. It's almost like he has to get a double team to block. He doesn't block then. If it's a, if he needs a single, for the most part, could he block an Aaron Donald? No, he couldn't. There's no way in heck he could block Aaron Donald. Watson would be on his butt every time. If he had a block in Arundel. Now, yes, Aaron Donald is a beast. Let's just say, could he block J.J. Watt? Probably not. I doubt he could. I mean, sure, you see Titus Howard, and I think Titus Howard has blocked better than he is. Titus Howard's in, like... I think this was his second year. Yeah, he was drafted in 19. 20 was his second year. He's going to his third year. He can block better than Nick Martin. 
So I think in free agency, you go, you attack heavy. You need wide receivers. I think you get two. I think you pick up two. The big one being Juju. Juju's going to be a free agent. I love Juju, and I love the Steelers organization, but I think the Steelers are going to say bye. I don't think they are going to want to sign him back. I think Juju should take, maybe takes talent to Houston. I mean, look at it. you got Deshaun Watson, who is arguably, it's going to trigger some of y'all better than Ben Roethlisberger. Right now. Right now, Watson's better. But yeah, I mean... Five, ten years ago, yeah, obviously Roethlisberger's better. But Watson's better right now. That's just the truth. The hard truth. So you get Deshaun Watson, who is now wanting to prove something more than ever. He has nothing to prove, but now more than ever he has something to prove. Because he is going to need, to himself, he thinks he's going to need to put this team on his back. For the most part, he is. He's going to need to put the team on his back. Unless you get him help, you need basically a whole new offensive line. I think you have one offensive lineman settled in for the future, and that's Larmy Tunso. I think that's the only one right now who is settled. I think everybody else, everywhere else, needs to improve. Titans are fine. Don't touch the Titans. I think you get two more receivers. I think Juju's one of them. And I feel like, yeah, Juju's one of them. And then you go for someone else. I think you get two receivers this offseason. You keep all the others. I think your running backs, David Johnson takes a pay cut or cut him. Or get rid of him. I think that's a simple thing. And if you get rid of him, well, now you need another running back. You know what? Screw it. Frank Gore, if he doesn't retire, go for Frank Gore. I mean, I'm being dead serious. Frank Gore doesn't retire and doesn't stay with the Jets. Take Frank Gore if David Johnson doesn't stay. Defensively, golly, defensive backs. Just put all of the rest of your money in defensive backs. Maybe one linebacker. Okay, I say one... D-line, one linebacker, rests on defensive backs. We need defensive backs. I'm going to try to do an episode, at least on every team, um, about what they could do to help their team and fix their team. So, this one was the Texans, obviously. And, uh, long story short, defensive backs, wide receivers, offensive line, you have a team. Alright. Good night. Love you guys.